This podcast is sponsored by Oasis Aqua Lounge. Join our online community of sex-positive swingers and individuals looking to make connections while we are all stuck at home. We host events seven days a week and have hundreds of active members to meet and mingle with. Head to members.oasisaqualounge.com to join the party today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sex News with Ray. I'm your host, Ray, and we are back with Danielle, who is just a regular person who is currently making coffee in front of me. Regular old me pouring the coffee. Oh, should I pour it in front of the in front of the microphone so that you can hear the beautiful sounds of that sweet, sweet Java? Ooh. <laughs> good. Yeah. You've got your sugar and your milk ready? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay. I'll summarize the article while you finish making your coffee. Does that sound good? Okay, cool. Danielle woke up and then came here to record, so we're having a good day. The article is called Facebook Ban This Period Ad for Being Too Shocking and That's Not Okay. It's from Yahoo Life, October 1st, 2020. And to summarize the article, Modi Body, a brand of leak-proof underwear from Australia, made an ad that was banned by Facebook for violating the platform's sensational content advertising policy. This policy says ads must not contain shocking, sensational, inflammatory, or excessively violent content. This ad was also originally banned from YouTube and is now up there, and they later retracted that one, but it was also originally banned from being uploaded to YouTube. And they put it back? They did on YouTube, but not on Facebook. So to summarize the ad for people who haven't seen it, it shows... Uh, the things that would be considered maybe shocking are blood stains on clothing hanging out of a washing machine, blood stained wrappers in a garbage bin, a woman peeling a pad off the sticker cover, and women looking unhappy and in pain. And it's sort of just showing the realities of what it is to have your period. And then it shows women living their best lives and smiling, wearing the Maudie body underwear. The ad was originally banned on YouTube. It's now up for viewing, as I mentioned. And that's that's pretty much the entire article. That's it. Okay. That's all of it. You didn't give me a spoon, though. Oh, well, I'll go get you a spoon right now if you want to wait a second, listeners. (laughs) Tell them about yourself, Danielle. Oh, what is there to tell that I haven't already said, Ray? Uh, Yeah, these days... uh... Oh, I don't know if I have a favorite. I like to switch things up, you know. I feel like, you know, if you stay in one for too long, it kind of gets a little... A little boring. I don't know. It depends on your partner, though, for sure. Yeah, we keep it professional here at the uh, the recording studio that is my foyer, uh-huh. yelling yelling interview questions from behind you while getting you a spoon. <laughs> Thanks for the spoon, by the way. Okay, so here's my opening question for you. Do you feel like this ad was an accurate representation of what it's like to be a woman on her period? Um... That one scene, there's one scene where like there's a woman, she's like lying in her bed and she's holding her like uh, stomach and she's Looking like, angry. she just looks like so broken. <laughs> she's just like, like, I don't think I've ever experienced that personally. I do know some people talk about having like excruciating period pains to the point where they're like passing out from cramping and stuff. She looked like a visual representation of how I feel when I'm getting period cramps. I hide it a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally mask all all uh, discomfort when I'm on my period, even though I'm feeling like... Shit. Absolutely, yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, I needed to pull out the heating pad for my cramps. Like, w- when I was on one of those pills that I mentioned in our last episode together, one of the pill side effects, it gave me the worst period ever. The cramps were so bad, they would start in my lower back, and then they would travel down to my hips. And I was just having actual, like, hip cramps, back cramps, stomach cramps all the way around, and headaches... This is a reason that pill was not working out for me because Mm. that's not like a natural. Those aren't natural cramps for me. That's not what I get when I'm not on birth control. In those moments, I like I actually was that woman like hunched over 
holding a pillow. Women, you don't need to live with that. Go talk to a, a gynecologist. Yeah. By the way. Sort that out. Yeah. Ladies. Okay, but aside from that, the like way. the blood in the garbage bin, the blood stained laundry. Um, the bin was like overflowing with period rags. I was like, <laughs> I feel like somebody would have changed that out by that point. I don't know. Maybe. I've been to a few public bathrooms, like least, public bathrooms. Oh, a public was it supposed to be a? Public it was a public bathroom. bathroom. Oh, okay, I thought maybe it was like in somebody's home. I was like, mm. no, I think that was a public bathroom. Seems excessive. Have you seen that in a public bathroom before? Yes, I have. High school. Public bathrooms that don't get cleaned as often. Ones that, like, it's not, it's very unclear whose responsibility it is to keep that bathroom clean. Like at a park or something? Yeah. (laughs) Technically the city. It's been three days (laughs) since anybody's changed this thing out. Yeah. People have just been... Sometimes you can walk into a bathroom, like your friend's bathroom, and you can smell that they're on their period because they left their tampons wrapped up in the garbage. That's gnarly. Yeah. Maybe I've had more bad experiences. No, I've experienced that too. I've experienced that too. Um, I had a I had a roommate who um, I always knew when she was on her period because anytime I would come into the bathroom after she'd been in there, um, it was uh, there'd be blood. uh, Yeah, sometimes like I'd open the bin and like there'd just be like a (laughs) like an like a pad just sitting on top open. Gross. Yeah, pretty nasty. Like covered in blood. Yeah, covered in in old blood, too. Not even that fresh stuff. It was like... Worse. Yeah. So much worse. Yeah, and it smells even worse when it's it's old stuff. For that reason, actually, I switched over to... Well, not that. That wasn't the only reason, but I switched over to a a cup because I didn't want to deal with... uh, The cup is like, you don't... Well, you don't deal with the smell anymore. Yeah, no more smell. No more waste. You are our second person to come on and talk about how lovely the cup is. The cup changed my life, man. As far as uh, periods go, it's almost like I, you know, it's it's almost like I don't even have a period anymore. Right. I, I, I wouldn't know unless it's like the mild cramping, but that usually happens before my period actually starts. I feel like the cup made me feel the way this ad with the period underwear. Like, the, yeah. like I feel like I should maybe I want to try period underwear because they just look like they're really the free bleeding looks like a good option for them. Just the idea that your life feels normal. I don't know if I like the idea of a period underwear where you're just free bleeding into the underwear. On the lighter days, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, if it was a light day, if it was a heavy day, nah. Cup, cup all the way. Well, bless then you gotta you gotta clean out the the panties. Well, afterwards. you just put in the laundry, don't you? With everything else, I'd rather clean that. But they did show the lady like washing them out in the shower. I mean, I wash my latex cat suit in the shower because it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was just squeezing it out. Uh, yeah, I guess it's more hand washing. Yeah. Well, you know. Because if you wash it with other stuff, wouldn't the blood just be, you know, mingling in all your other items? Remember I was saying one of the other pills I bled for two months straight. As soon as I thought my period was done, I would start to just bleed again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every single pair of underwear I owned during that time, half of them had to get trashed. So at that point, yeah. like, they were all the blood's stained. mingling in the laundry there anyway. Patchy stains everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just everywhere. It's, I really had to go shopping when I found that natural. You know what's the worst about period stains is that they look like shit. Yeah, they look brown. Because the blood, when it gets old, looks starts to look brown. It just ends up looking like you shat yourself. And, and it's, it's super embarrassing. The only way you wouldn't know is that, you know, based on the placement. But sometimes it goes... Front to back, baby. <laughs> front to back. Like, blood everywhere. Well, so these I guess, are done. I guess what we're saying is that the concept of blood everywhere or just generally like like blood, that's definitely part of the average menstruator's experience. Oh, for sure. Well, that's 
that's what it is, right? <laughs> it's just blood. Yeah. I don't want to say like women at this point because there are lots of people who menstruate noxious. Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to say menstruators here on out. But gotcha. Yeah. You can say what you want. I'm fine with that. Cool. Yeah. I feel like menstruators blood is a it's just part of our life. It's a factor. Yeah. I you know, honestly, I'm, I've run into having partners, ex-partners or whatever that are completely disgusted, repulsed, in fact, by menstrual blood. And it's like, how did you get this far in your life and have other female partners and you're absolutely repulsed by menstrual blood? Well, if the ads always show the blue liquid, how are they supposed to know that it's not blue coming out of your body? It's red. Yeah. Well, and sometimes it's not red. Sometimes it's like brown. Yeah, I got that deep ox blood most recently. And I was like, wow, what a lovely shade. I should buy some clothes in this color. (laughs) The first time when I got my period for the first time. Okay, maybe you can share your your first time period story. But when I got my period for the first time, I knew what a period was, obviously, because I have three sisters and a mother and, you know, and an older sister who had already had her period as well. But anyway, the first time I got it, I was sleeping over at a friend's house and I just woke up in the morning and there was like a pile, okay, pile (laughs) of black goo just chilling in my underwear. Um, I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, what the hell is this? Why did you turn to look at Dave when you said (laughs) I don't know. I just wanted to see his reaction. I just wanted to see if I got... uh, if I got a good one. <laughs> okay. But because like, you know, I was expecting red blood. I was expecting what looks like blood, but it didn't look like blood. Like it a movie like, horror scene. It looked like some sort of weird alien. You gave birth to those alien babies. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah exactly. From the alien dildo. <laughs> exactly. The, the alien babies came out of my hoo-ha. <laughs> and yeah, it just looked like, uh, it looked like grape jelly or something. And I was like, I don't know what this is. So I just kind of like scooped it into the toilet. (laughs) By the way, I had only white pants to wear that day. And I didn't know what the hell it was. I was too afraid to ask anybody. Yeah. So I just kind of shut the hell up about it and like went on with my day. I mean, like I changed my underwear, obviously. But and then when I got home, I was like, yo, mom, I I threw the underwear away. First of all, (laughs) I was like, mom. It's not salvageable, that's for sure. Yeah, they yeah. were not. Yeah, not after that. And I, I, I said to my mom, Yo, what, what, what is this? And she's like, that's your period. And I was like, that's my period? Really? Is it going to like always be like this? She's like, well, no. I mean, like this is obviously, I guess the first time that I got it, there was just like a bunch of old, you know, it was maybe backed up or something for a while. And then eventually my body was just like, yo, we got to, we got to, you know, ditch Get rid this, of this stuff. Yeah. It's like a buildup of over whatever. I don't know. I was 12, so I don't know how much buildup there could have been. But anyway, it was a we- it was a real weird experience. My experience is definitely not that funny. I got back cramps in gym class and I was like, my back hurts. No matter how much I stretch, it's not helping. Like I was like trying to do like like so much yoga in, in like school all day. Like I was trying to do like back stretches all day. Couldn't figure out what hurt. But I have a sleepover at my friend's house that night. Uh, similar story. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, why is it that when you're you, like out of the house, that's what away it from the home, that's yeah, what it gets you. It's like it's like your body knows. It's like 
All right, let's unload this right now. You're on the bus. In the most uncomfortable place you possibly could be. (laughs) At the gym? Let's get it going. In your car, and now you've seen not only your underwear, your pants, but also the chair of your car that you're sitting in. Exactly. And we all know that that upholstery (laughs) is the hardest to clean. (laughs) Okay, so I went to her house for a sleepover. My back was killing me. She wanted to practice braiding hair. So she was like, it was like legit like a, oh, so I was, I think, 14, 15. I mentioned that I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. So is that generally late? That's later, That is late. So I got it late. They were wondering. And then I didn't get it again until they put me on the pill. Mm. But they can't diagnose PCOS that young. It has to do with egg follicle. Long story short is that we've already, we had suspected that I had PCOS for a long time. And this was part of it. So I got it this one time when I was like 14 or 15 in the ninth grade at my friend's house at a sleepover of all the days to strike. That's the one for the one time, one natural period of my high school years. I basically, I think I woke up the next day or something and I went to the bathroom, but the bathroom at this person's house was clogged with like a toilet paper roll. And like, I noticed, so I like stopped my pee. Like I didn't pee. I had, I looked down and I went, oh, we're going to, we're going to stop that flow and not cause more back up here. But there was just like, somehow there was blood everywhere that had just like leaked out. Yeah. So now there's like this toilet that's been backed up with a toilet paper roll and toilet paper. I don't even know. Who- How does that happen? I don't know. It was like that, you know, that the basement bathroom in your friend's house where like nobody uses that bathroom, mm-hmm. I guess. But that was one I was told to use. And now there's blood in it, too. And I'm like, I go to my friend. I'm like, I got my period. These were cramps because I had been so well prepared. All of my friends had gotten their periods by then. So I knew kind of what to expect. Yeah. I just was like, oh, that's why I feel like shit. Mm. And uh, the mom went out to go buy pads. Like, we needed to do something. And I was like, I mean, my mom can come get me, but like, I need something right now. What do you have in your house? Your mom is a single mom with all daughters. What do you have in the house? They had nothing. She had to go out to buy pads. How is that possible? She comes back with size large pads because that's what the mom needs to use. But I, like, literally was like wearing a diaper. It was like yeah. way too big for my body. Was it one of those overnight pads that's like, you know, 10 feet long. I don't, like, it felt like that. It goes from the top of your pelvis all the way up your back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, back. but it was just not the right size. So I'm like <laughs> uncomfortable wearing a diaper. Like everything about this sucked. And then my mom's like, do you want me to come pick you up from the sleepover? I'm like, nah, let me finish hanging out with my friends at least. Like I'm not going to let this ruin my day. And I'm in pain and my friends are like, exercise helps. Let's go for a walk. So I'm like, okay. And we walked around for a bit. And then my mom got me and she goes, when you told me I, you had back cramps, I should have, I, I should have suspected, but I didn't. And I, cause that's where I get them to. Like my mom, it didn't even occur to her that my back pain would be cramps. You know, we'll just go to the chiropractor right. as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom was like, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't there for the first one. I wish I could have been there and made it good for you. I'm like, me too, mom. Like <laughs> That would have been great. I would have much rather have done this at home. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time. My dad went out and bought me those giant sized, like he got me a caramel bar that was like the size of my forearm. He was yeah. a nice dad. That was his job when we were on our periods. Go get us fashion magazines, giant chocolate bars, and leave us the fuck alone. And pads and leave us the fuck alone. Oh, I never got that kind of treatment. That's That sounds nice. That yeah. Was, it was more like, shut the hell up. <laughs> Just well, deal with it. I feel like the point of this ad was to destigmatize periods. Just the idea that periods are not unnatural. Periods are a part of everyone's life. Menstruation is natural. I guess the question for me is, we talked about guys that you've been with not being comfortable with menstruation Mm -hmm. and just how do you even be with women? What message does it send when ads depicting the reality of most women's lives are then pulled off of Facebook for being shocking or sensational? I didn't, I mean, that wasn't shocking. Come on, let's be real here. No, I just went, right. You and I probably watched it like, oh, cool, a period ad. Yeah. The part where it's shit and then the part where everyone's happy and dances in white pants. 
I feel like that part was the the part that was unrealistic. <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, to be fair, I do a lot of I do plenty of things when I'm on my period. Yeah, so. you're just not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I can be happy when I'm on my period. There's that's not a that's not a problem. It's just like I don't think I ever dance like that. So. But I'm sure there are women that do that. I think Facebook, well, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, in general, they just tend to ban things that are about women's bodies, right? Like you can't show a nipple on any of these websites that could be confused with a female nipple. You right. can't show, you cannot show the reality of women's bodies on the internet. You can show it if you're going to earn money. You can show it like, you know what I mean? Like it's fine on Pornhub. The only place that you can show a woman's body is places where women are being paid to show their bodies for sexual content. Do you think, and I just had this thought just now, do you think that this whole period thing, showing the realities of a period, et cetera, et cetera, is sensational maybe because it's not sexualizing women? It's like almost desexualizing? I don't even know, but that's the only it's thing like I could making, possibly it's think. It's not sexy is what I mean to say. Right. Right. So like. But if it had been like alluded to like it's for the purpose of adults having adult pleasure together, maybe it wouldn't have been banned. Yeah. I don't know. I I just I'm getting very frustrated. I mean, for the past few weeks, I think I've been complaining an extra bit about TikTok taking down certain videos of mine for being adult content when I, I'm just wearing a cat suit. Right. But but like making a thing about Halloween costumes or Instagram labeled one of my stories as inappropriate because it was associated with the Wife Bay Ray account when I posted a graphic of a devil shaking its butt at the camera. Like it was a cartoon from a kid's cartoon. Uh -huh. And I was like, call for questions. And I posted it to Sex News with Ray and Wife Bay Ray. And on Wife Bay Ray, it was flagged for inappropriate content and told that if I continue doing this, my account will be taken down. But on Sex News with Ray, it was left up because my account has now been associated with nudity. Uh, and nudity is associated with sexuality right. and sex, which is against their policies. So I'm just extra frustrated with places like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok right now because I feel like anytime I try to just be myself in a way that isn't sexualizing my body, mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's wrong. I can't say nude or nudity because of nude girls. Like, right? Like, I cannot do anything that's just about body positivity unless I am also fully dressed right. at the same time. Yeah. I'm sorry, but a female nipple doesn't always mean trafficking. Thank you for listening to our first six episodes of the season. For those of you who have been with us, you understand why I say it that way. Anyway. Yeah, and do they have the same standards for men? It seems like they can show butts galore. Like, butts are fine. They can show their dick flopping around in some gray sweatpants. But if you put yeah. on a see-through shirt as a woman... Not okay. Man nipples are cool on these platforms, but lady um, nipples aren't? On Yes, that's correct. And on TikTok, if you post a sexy dance in lingerie, mm -hmm. you will get taken down. You post it in a thong bikini, you're fine. Yeah, so that doesn't make sense. Right. That's what I mean by like these rules around women's bodies are just so fucking arbitrary. Who's making these rules? That's what I'd like to know. China? I don't know. TikTok, I think, is China. But oh, okay. <laughs> Huh. Sorry, TikTok's owned by China. That's yeah, why yeah, I said yeah, that right. one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, Mr. Zuckerberg and his team of thought police. Right. Well, they need to just get over it. People have bodies. Those bodies are have, you know, uses other than sex. People menstruate. They do. That is showing that your body is ready for reproduction, which is, I guess, sex. So maybe because... Oh, how much, how far down the lizard people holds we want to get with the conspiracy theory here? Because I'm ready to go. 
<laughs> we're gonna do a bunch of like yeah yeah, yeah sure uh, and it's the illuminati <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i don't know look i mean it's 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 silly to me yeah i don't understand why one person gets to decide in this case mark zuckerberg because he also owns instagram now I feel like it's one person and their morality politics getting to decide what's right Mm -hmm. and deciding that a woman's body is not appropriate for public consumption. It's fine for sexual consumption, Mm -hmm. but it's not fine for children and families. And, you know, it's I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, and if you compare it to some of the other things that they allow on the platform, like extreme violence a lot of like profane language. Uh, the music on TikTok is fine. The music talks about choking people. Yeah. Very graphic de- descriptions of sex. Yeah. That's fine. But violent, like sex, violent sex. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but as long as we're not seeing a nipple or period blood. Yeah. People are afraid. People. Are, well, I don't want to say people. I feel like probably it's mostly, you know, men. <laughs> yeah, are afraid I, of period blood. Honestly, women are too. I know women who are very ashamed of their own bodies, af- ashamed of its natural processes, ashamed of their bodies and how it looks because of but why how do you it's think represented. That is? It's because yeah. they've learned that from you know societal right. So I would say it's patriarchy more than anything, rather okay, than that's men. Uh, just that's fair. Sorry, men. Some of I, you are fine with period blood. I think. Yeah. Well, a lot of people they hear patriarchy and they hear men. Men are patriarchy. Women are victims of patriarchy. But the truth is we're all victims of patriarchy and women also perpetuate patriarchy. Absolutely. So that's why I would rather say patriarchy rather than That's fair. That's fair. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'll I'll accept that. How dare you? Well. Yeah. I was uncomfortable with my period at the beginning because once again, I associate it with physical discomfort and mess. Mm -hmm. Right? You got to clean up a mess. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you wake up in the night in blood. It's like it's the same. You shit the bed or you wake up in a pool of blood. You still got to get out and change the sheets. Right. Yeah. That's kind of a pain in the ass. I hate it when I get blood on my clothes or on my underwear, because then, you know, you got to you got to get that get to that. You got to scrub that. Men get men fart and a little poop comes out. They leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They'll leave those shit streaks for someone else to take care of. (laughs) Okay, I think I'm going to take a commercial break and then we're going to get into two listener questions today. So mentally prepare yourself while you listen to these lovely commercials. Sex News with Ray is sponsored by BoobsAndWings.com. Boobs and Wings is your number one place to get art on buttons by beautiful guest artists. What's the art you ask? It's a penis or a boob. That's why it's called BoobsAndWings.com. These are hand-pressed pin-back buttons that are made in Canada, and a portion of each sale goes to the artist, and a portion of each sale is going to go to a charity that supports sex workers. By the way, I'm one of the guest artists, so if you want to find all four of my penis designs, you can do so at boobsandwings.com. So head there right now. Buy yourself some nice fashion. Buy a button to scare your mother-in-law. Buy a button that'll make your brother go, why did you buy this for me? Either way, it's going to be fun, and they're all pretty affordable. Once again, boobsandwings.com. Are you ready for listener questions, Danielle? I think so. Okay. Although I did have one question for you about period-related stuff since we're talking about the... Cool. We can do that and then go into listener questions. Um, What is your stance on period sex? Yay? Nay? Like my personal stance? Yeah. Usually no. And there's a few reasons. I think I mentioned I feel like shit. And when I feel like shit, I don't want to have sex. I'm not one of those people who gets horny on their period. I get horny the week after. 
It's like has to do with cycles. I will not have sex during the first few days of heavy flow, not even in the shower, Mm -hmm. usually because I'm battling headaches and cramps. And like the fact that someone wants to use my body for sex in those moments, I'm like, I'm not your sex doll. Fuck off. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. But on the tail end days when it's like fading off and there's not a lot of blood, definitely yes. A little bit of blood on the soldier never hurt nobody. That's how I feel, too. I have had sex on a on a full flow shark week. Yeah. On a full flow day. And it wasn't in the shower. So how'd that go? It was fine. I mean, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but like I'm more hornier when I'm on my period. Why is that a thing? I don't know if that's just me or if other uh, women experience this. Maybe you can write in to Ray, let her know, are you hornier when you're on your period as opposed to other other times? But maybe it's just my hormones going crazy. But yeah. Now, with that being said, do I have sex every time I'm on my period? No. Mostly because I don't have the opportunity, but... <laughs> um, orgasms do help with cramps. They so do. I would highly recommend masturbating on your period. That it's the one, quickest way to an orgasm. One thing that I have noticed, yeah, is that like if I am ha- if I am a little crampy or whatever, it does help with that. And also, I feel like it kind of um, I don't know what it's doing, but it's like it like jostles some of that stuff loose and like ends it, it makes, faster. Yeah, it ends it faster. It like you know, well, all the muscles are contracting really quickly, so that might actually make a lot of sense. Yeah, it, all like, that pelvic floor work. Mm-hmm. Side note. Uh, I don't know if you get, we're going to get solicitor questions so soon, but do you also find that when you take a break from your, your cramp pain, like let's say you've, you're orgasming, you're working out, I'll go to the gym. I'll try and go to the gym a lot more on my period because it will help with the cramps. Mm -hmm. If I can haul my ass out, which usually I can, I find that during that time, the cramps stop. And I don't know if it's that the time that I was not feeling cramps then adds up in compounds and then slams into me with the power of a thousand suns the second I'm done, Mm -hmm. or if those few moments of respite made me realize what it felt to be not in pain. And then I got used to not being in pain so that it all came back in a rush. And I'm like, oh, I was feeling so much worse than I thought I was. I had just numbed myself to it. But what do you find? Again, like I'm not the type of person, type of person? My body doesn't react very strongly to So you don't get the bad cramps. I do get some discomfort. There's no question about that. And sometimes I have had more discomfort. I think when I was younger, Actually, my my cramping and discomfort was more intense. But since I've been on uh, birth control and stuff, it's not they, as bad. They do bad. help with that. That's part of it. Yeah, but it was never as bad. It was never that bad to begin with. Like I said, so like right. Yeah, I do have some disc, and, and even now I'll have some like back pain and stuff leading up to my to my period. It'll just be sort of like a dull ache in my back, and I'll be like, oh, something's happening. And then usually- right, you were there. You were. I was in your backyard when I got my my period and I was sitting there like my back hurts either it's my SI joint or I'm getting my period I'm gonna go to your bathroom yeah and I don't think I've ever seen somebody so excited to get their period before (laughs) Pecos life although you know I have been excited to get my period before usually when there was some sort of a pregnancy Pregnancy scare scare. Mm -hmm. and I was just like yes like this sucks and it's great (laughs) good news bad news yeah my body's working well it's like there's that one wash of like that relief washes over you and then you're like damn it I have my period again well yeah. All right. The other day I was working out while getting the cramps and then I went to go pick up some takeout for lunch after. Nice chocolate protein ball from the market that I like to go to. Mm-hmm. Don't and you while, want to shout out the market? Uh, fruitful. No, because then people can stalk me. Fruitful market. Anyway, uh, so I love that place. They're great. But aside from that, I had to actually bend over and rest my head on my arms while I was waiting to pay because I needed to stretch out my lower back because I hadn't taken Advil 
And then the cramps were just that bad again. Do you medicate when you're... Uh, yes. I'm basically... Uh, if the cramps are like normal, extra strength Advil. Mm-hmm. If they're bad, two extra strength Advil. If they're really bad, two extra strength Advil, a bite of dark chocolate, and then a coffee. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I say as someone with, once again, a very high pain tolerance, I've gotten stitches with no, like, no anesthesia. Mm-hmm. I can handle a lot I did wax play the other day. Sure. Everyone saw that. That was brutal. Manage that. Everyone's like, you did great. Apparently other people can't do that. So I just want to leave that as my criteria for Tattoos. like. Tattoos? Oh, uh, they're fine. Okay. Yeah. I have many. I've been fine with them. Yeah. I, I don't medicate actually when I. When I okay. Like... So yours are clearly much more mild than mine. Yeah. Great. Hopefully. Okay. So listener questions. Yeah. Sorry for the tangent there. I no just, problem. just had a just, you know, thoughts creep into my mind, right? And I have to express them. Otherwise, they'll just get bottled up and they'll come out in some other way. <laughs> yeah, your your energy, Christine Northrop would say that if they bottle up, you're going to cause yourself physical illness. So exactly. you got to get those thoughts I'm out. I'm going to have a, a gynecological incident if I don't You're going to end up it. with endometriosis from not having expressed that thought about my period. Mm-hmm. Callbacks. Polly asks, what are suggestions of things a couple in a long relationship can try or explore if they're not very adventurous in bed? From a couple that has re- great regular sex but aren't kinky. Do you want to field this first and then I'll just put my anecdotal that sounds great to me yeah okay so if you're not very adventurous and you want to keep things exciting or you want to try new things role play role play doesn't need to be kinky it can be as easy as an outfit change it can be as easy as a, a role change like if he's always the one to initiate you and and take control you can be the one being like no and then like I'm gonna push you down this time and I'm gonna I'm going to ride you like a pony, right? Like whatever your normal roles are that you've That's fallen into. Not kinky? Ride you like a pony. No, like girl, like cowgirl. Oh. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, pony play is a bit kinky. I would not suggest yeah, pony exactly. play. Yeah, exactly. I was like thinking... That- is it sad that that's where my mind initially went? When I was you said not that? suggesting pony play, no. But um, that's maybe that's like you're a little tier. pony or what? <laughs> my little pony play? Yeah, that's a <laughs> different. I was not referring to that. Okay. Um, if this regular sex is great and you want to explore, I'm trying to think of exploring new things. Don't do the thing oh. where you try and have a threesome to make things spicy. It's not going to go well. That's opening that's... your relationship. That's complicated. That's yeah, actually no, no, no. not intro level exploration. I want. I okay. So as a as a person person who is not like exceptionally kinky I mean like I'm a fairly open person as far as <laughs> uh sex is involved but uh with my partner that I was with for oh I'd say almost four and a half years something like that um one of the things that we did was we experimented with a cock ring Ooh, and the vibrating kind too right no it wasn't the vibrating kind it was just the standard cock yeah. ring and uh, as a as a sort of intro to, and it's not exceptionally kinky or anything like that. Really, all it does is is. Do you want to? Do you want to? No, you go. Okay. You can talk about so it. So really, all it does is it's sort of like once the man gets an erection, you slap that bad boy on there um, around the base of the penis, and it just like traps the blood in there. Yeah, and makes it really hard and. Flick it. And, flick it. No, don't flick it. And so if you uh, enjoy a, a nice uh, <laughs> stiff railing, <laughs> <laughs> then the cock ring is a good option. It's very easy to use. Uh, it's not like, yeah. you know, technical. It's not. It also you know, helps uh, men who have a little bit of um, difficulty staying hard. Yeah. Cock that's rings also can be good for that thing. too. So, but even if he doesn't, you know, 
and make it real extra hard and yeah, veiny. Exactly. So it, it it's and it's fun. Like it's a it's a good time. You know, when when we used it, I was like, well, damn. Okay. Like, yeah. I think Danielle is really getting to a great point here with sex toys in general. Go to the sex store, go on a date, have a little bit to drink. My favorite way to go to the sex store is drunk. I make better choices expensive choices mm. bad for my wallet good for my vagina well um get a little bit tipsy with your partner go to the sex store go peruse the online sex stores and like find something you want to try whether it's a new bullet vibrator or a new partner-based toy that's mm -hmm. made for the vanilles right like it doesn't need to be we're gonna buy handcuffs it can literally be we're gonna buy the 200 dollars revive and we're gonna try fucking with the revive and it's gonna be great we're gonna pair it to your phone we're gonna we're gonna build new patterns with the Wee Vibe. I mean, obviously that one's a bit cost prohibitive, but that would be an example of a partner toy. If you want to keep it a low cost and low maintenance, I would say cock ring it up, baby. Um, or even lower cost household pervertibles. See see what objects from your bathroom you can slap a condom on and fit you. That is an option, although, but isn't that pretty kinky, or is it not? Um, I Random I don't know. Objects? I don't. I would not. I would consider that exciting. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say kinky because it's still very much about penetration in a traditional sense. Right. You're just not doing, you're using an object from your home that you, you could use for penetration as opposed to one that you've spent $200 on. Sure. Oh, what about um like um, experimenting with um, sensory play? Yeah. That like could be something. Cold like and hot. Cold and hot or like uh, blindfolding and like are... touching the body with different objects, different yeah. things. Blindfolds are very good in terms of like intro kink without being kinky yeah. because you don't necessarily have to beat your partner. It shouldn't go straight to penetration. You should be talking with them. But it's the idea that like this, your partner puts on a blindfold and then you can like worship their body in different ways, really caress the skin and see how they react to it. Don't just go straight for the genitals, make it an experience. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it can be sensual or it can be kinky. If you don't want to get kinky, you're not into pain, you're not into power play or power dynamics, make it more of like a sensual massage that turns into sex. Yeah. Also sensual massages, like set a timer. Absolutely. Yeah. Sensual massage is uh Pretend, is, is back nice to role time. play, pretend you are giving happy ending at a parlor to your partner. Baths are really nice. Sensual baths. Yep. With with, you know, some oils in the in the tub. Yeah. As long as you don't get UTIs. Well, I'm yeah. to those. I mean, no, yeah. I'm not saying like you should have, you know, fuck in the tub. But, yeah. um, you know, like as a lead up to a sexy time. Right. You know, you can give each other massages in the tub. If you put like a little coconut oil or something in the hot yeah, tub and then like, maybe nice. some essential oils and stuff. That's a, yeah, that's a nice those time. essential oils. Um, I am not <laughs> advocating for like the uh, medical use of essential oils, more for the smell. Yeah. It's nice. I've done that before. That was a that was a good time. One thing that I've recommend. noticed. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed from this this listener or this questioner is they say they have great regular sex and she wants to keep things interesting in a long term relationship. And one thing that if you like the sex you're having and it's good and you even like the rhythm that you've fallen into, even if it's the same sex every time, but you're happy with it, explore new things together that aren't sex. Go on a hike you've never gone on. Go to, I mean, I know it's COVID, so I can't say go to a bar you've never tried, but when patios are open again, yeah. go to a patio, try an experience, learn to paint, do a new exercise class, a virtual exercise. I'm trying to think of COVID safe ideas. Read a book together. Yeah, or, or to each other. Uh, or that, know, yeah. Yeah, to each other. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea, actually. You know, do something together that you haven't done that is specifically recreational because trying new things will reset like you're gonna get that that bonding hormone released yeah 
and it will make you feel close to your partner and that good sex will become great again in that moment. But if you keep things exciting out of the bedroom, it will make it easier for you to bring that energy in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And also sometimes when you try new things outside, you find new places to fuck and fucking in new public places is very exciting. I feel like that's another super kinky thing if you're not... Wear a skirt on that hike with no underwear. Oh, you... And let okay, him see. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in a public place that's sort of like Private. public, but yeah. Yeah, not like... Okay. I'm not saying go to Oasis Aqua Lounge and fuck in front of new people. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, Talking no. like public public try not to get caught sex because that's kind right. of like dangerous and brings the fun and mm-hmm. even if you don't finish you finish at home and that's a lot of fun mm-hmm. like you get started on the trail you're wearing something that he could maybe see you know like wear a full skirt if you're worried about bending over in public you know well yeah that's actually nice too is like you sort of build up the tension while you're out yeah you know what i mean maybe some touching it doesn't ha- you don't even have to fuck you could just like you know yeah. touching and talking to each other maybe telling them what you would like to do to them when you get back yeah or whenever yeah basically try and find ways to continue to flirt because the flirt it's the flirtation that you're gonna lose in a long-term relationship not necessarily the good sex and when you lose the flirting that's when it can get boring so try and find ways to make sure you bring the flirt energy Mm -hmm. into the long-term relationship and you can do that by putting yourself into settings where you're not gonna fall into whatever your long-term patterns are i think we fully answered that question you ready for number two yes. i think you're gonna like this person okay. what do you do with a skinny peen when you're a size queen from hashtag anon please i love the rhyming skinny peen when you're a size queen you should yep. could you make a song out of that uh i'm sure one could do that sure not you well maybe i mean i'll a think rap. about it i'll think about it yeah just come back for a little special <laughs> special sound later yeah <laughs> Um, maybe I'll put that to some of my um, musician friends that are songwriters and see what they come up with. What do you do with the skinny peen when you're a size queen? Yeah. yeah. What do you do with a skinny peen when you're a size queen? Cock do- rings? We answered that already. No, that helps to a certain extent. Yeah. Okay, so this person is, is suggesting that maybe their partner has a skinny wiener. And- I'm going to assume so. But and like, they would like a bigger one. They'd want it to be thicker. Is that the idea? Maybe. I mean, I have some suggestions off the top of my mind if you want me to yeah, give my ahead. first. Okay, off the top of my mind, fingers. Um, if I Okay, there's honestly, there's two issues here. One is how do you bring up the fact that your partner's dick isn't enough for you? That's mm. a huge other topic. Let's delve into that later. Assuming your partner understands and does not care and is like, yes, I get that you want a certain feeling, dildos. Yeah. Have your partner double penetrate you with a shot. No, I don't know how kinky this I person was, is. But... I would have suggested dildos. That's yeah. what the first thing that came to my mind. Do Pilates so that you can work on your pelvic floor so that you can tighten yourself more so you can feel more sensation. Mm, isn't Kegels? Kegel, yeah. Kegels? Is Kegels, it ke- Kegels, Kegels, however you say Whatever. that. Whatever. That stuff. Maybe try that. Yeah. Isn't that supposed to be good for? Do pelvic floor exercises so that you can, like, I'm not saying that they will make you, well, they tighten your pub. Your pelvic floor is a muscle, and the muscles that can tighten around a dick, they're, they're a muscle. So you can strengthen them. You can allow yourself, I mean, in general, if you start doing more Pilates, you'll get a killer core. But doing that will allow you better muscle control so that you're not just totally relaxed. Because when a dick enters you, you relax the muscles. And then you can't, you know, because you want more in you. And so it's a muscle that's learning to relax. So learn to tighten it mm. as much as you can. That being said, what if it's still too skinny? You've tightened it. You still can't feel it. Fake it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Do you think that this is an issue if she can't feel it? Get him to stick it in your butt. 
I'm sure it won't be too <laughs> it won't be too small then. <laughs> no, I think maybe it's just that it's not giving the right sensation that she's going for. Which in this case, even if it was a thick dick but the but short, she might have that same problem. It could what be that about it's angle not, though. Yeah, I was gonna say try it might new be positions. that it's not hitting the right thing. So yeah. if you find the right angle, try sideways. Try sideways with a leg up. Mm-hmm. Try on your back with your legs on his shoulder so we can get deeper. Yeah. It might be that you need like a deeper thrust rather than a wider thrust, mm-hmm. in which case getting to those angles where they can thrust way back and hit that cervix, like that might be the feeling that you're sort of going for. And then you need to figure out the different angles for that. Mm-hmm. Who was that that asked? What, what, did they not Hashtag Anon, please. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I know, because there's the things you can do as a person. And then there's the things your partner can do, which is be open-minded to dildos and positions. Yeah. Well, one would hope that the partner is going to be open to that because if she just lays that. I think that if you are trying to find a way to get pleasure from your partner's penis without bringing up the fact that it's not your preferred penis shape or size, try experimenting with the positions. That might be the easiest ego-saving way to do it. Okay. um, On that note, I think we have run out of options for small peen size queen. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Danielle, where can people follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at, I, I feel like maybe I need to change my Instagram handle because apparently having periods in your, Insta- periods, <laughs> having periods, full stops in your Instagram handle is not good. As long as you didn't put three X's at the front and three X's, three no, I X's didn't. at the end, like an emo kid, I think you're safe. Okay. It's at D.M.A.R.I.S.S. You can follow me on Instagram. I post stuff about my life. I think I'm kind of funny. So, you know, some of my posts are relatively interesting and funny. Follow me there. You know, um, can I plug other people's stuff? Sure. North South presents anybody? (laughs) Yeah, actually. So you can also follow. um, So, well, I used to be in a band. One of my bandmates is a beat maker. And you can, you know, get him to make a beat for you if you need a beat. He's really good. Uh, Go ahead and follow space.com leopard on instagram and or check him out on uh on spotify he's on spotify too and he makes really cool beats and he could make one for you if you needed one or you could just listen to his shit which is really cool are we plugging our friends because we've got a few more we could plug sure (laughs) nathan mac music also on spotify he's an irish singer music producer friend of mine he's doing some really cool shit i like his vibes he's he's a cute irish boy so follow that guy and we should plug Hey Bombay, shouldn't we? While we're Absolutely. here together. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey Bombay is also a beat maker. Uh, yes. Correct? Yes. Music producer? Absolutely. I don't know how to describe it. I'm not a music person. He makes music. Check him out. Yeah. He's on Instagram too. What would you describe his style as? Fuck music. Fuck music? Yeah. I don't his music his music stylings are like they're they're not necessarily what I listen to. We all know what I listen to is not what you all listen to. Um, but I would say that I added a few of the songs to the Oasis Let's Get Sexual playlist because they were some fuck beats. What would you describe it as? I don't know, like uh, maybe like, uh, uh, what do they call it? Like lo-fi? Oh, maybe I would fuck to lo-fi. That's why. Maybe. Fair. Well, who wouldn't fuck to lo-fi? Exactly. Unless you were like not into that. Fuck music. Unless you wanted something real like hard and... Rammstein. Yeah. You have a pussy. I have a dick. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem? Let's do it quick. <laughs> All right. Become one of the deviants to finding elite by following Sex News with Ray on Facebook and Instagram. 
Submit a listener question through sharewithray.com slash podcast or email sexnewswithray at gmail.com. You can follow me at Wife Bay Ray on Instagram and TikTok and Razor Latex on Instagram, OnlyFans, and maybe Patreon. I might be taking it down by the time this comes out. We'll see. This podcast is engineered and produced by Dave Meisner and is hosted at sexnewswithray.podbean.com. The theme music is by Blank and Brilliant. Special thank you to Blue Microphones. Photography for our logo is by Dolly Shots Photography. And feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, but only positive ones. If you have negative thoughts, keep them to yourself. Don't ruin the energy we have going on with your negative shit. Thank you very much. See you next time.